This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Welcome, my friends, to the Wolverine Speedway Show doing at Madurit. Here at NPR.NZ999 AM, we talk Speedway, Robertson Holden, International Speedway. Plus, we talk to drivers and track managers, promoters from other tracks around New Zealand. Chris, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Stu. Yeah, good, Chris. Good to be uh, on another um, virtual doing it in the dirt show, mate. Yeah, it's definitely different, eh? It definitely is. Now, um, this week, um, it's a bit of it's a kind of bit of take two because we actually talked to uh, this chap last week via Zoom and um, amongst all our learnings, we stuffed it up and so uh, we've we've hauled him out of bed nice and early across the dish, ditch again. Um, so Sean Sean Knight from over in Australia, how you going, mate? What about yourself? Yeah, well we're, we're good now. Um, we're good now that hopefully this is going to work this week so that uh, we don't have to haul you out of bed so early again every time. But always up for a chat. (laughs) That's the one. Righto, Australia. um, People probably wondering why we're talking to talking to some Aussies, but um, you skid around in a a six shooter, or uh, more commonly known as wingless sprint cars over there. Yeah, that's correct, mate. Yeah, run out of Archerfield Speedway here in Brisbane. Sweet. So, are they pretty much the same, or is they completely different to Kiwi rules? Like, what's the go over there? They're a little bit different. Um, I believe your ECUs are controlled. Um, our ECUs are open. Uh, Rev, Rem- uh, Rev limiter is up to 6.1, and we can have whatever tune we please. So we could have the wildest tune as long as it meets requirement for revs. Yeah, yeah. So people think and you, wingless you can also cars. use um, – Oh, yeah, go, Chris. Oh, you, go. you can use um, brand-new uh, tyres on your ones over there, eh? Yeah, yeah. So we can use brand new tyres. Um, we we aren't controlled so much. We are controlled on some compounds that we use. But yeah, yeah, tyres. Yeah, we can run new tyres, um, adjustable shocks, gas shocks. Pretty, yeah, pretty. So there is a variety of differences between the cars. Yep. So like people think um, wingless sprint cars, they think they take a, a 410 and they take the wing off and go racing. But it's not quite like that. They're actually only six-cylinder Commodores, pretty much, aren't they? Yeah, that's correct, mate, yes. Yeah, OME standard engines. Yep, yep, mainly like the VNs and the VSs and stuff like that. Yeah, so we run uh, VN, VP, VR. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So as long as it's a Series 2. So it's a bit of a laugh, really, that they call them a, a wingless sprint car when they when they are a, a, a wee bit different in the engine compartment. <laughs> Yeah, look, I agree. We, we get a lot of stick, you know. We haven't got the noise, but um, mate, I, I tell you what, once you actually hop in one, it, it they're, they're actually a real cool thing to um to drive, mate. Yeah, even with a six. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> basically, you could bring your uh your wingless sprint car, your six shooter, to New Zealand, put it on our track, um, and pretty much race it with maybe a slight alteration to the ECU. Uh, yes, that's correct. Yes, yeah. yeah. And would that be a would that be a, a major if you had to do it? Oh, look, it, it, nah, it wouldn't be a major, mate. Nah, not at all. Yeah, yep. not. It would be pretty straightforward. Yeah. So over there, um, well, over over here in New Zealand, uh, we obviously we talked to Bruce quite a bit, Bruce Robertson, 
Um, he runs them up at Waikaraki Park, loves them, have the, uh, the 0800 Muscle Series, and uh, we've got the likes of uh, Luke McClymont, whose dad was a, a, I can't remember his race number because he was always 123NZ in the saloons, Brett McClymont, but um, Luke always quite good, Cole Wood, you know, um, there's a few of the others up there. And then I'm not too sure what they're like in the South Island. They seem to, to have a good following down there. But what, what's the class numbers like over in Queensland to start with? Queensland to start with. So last year we started off with 40 cars. Um, the, the club's just growing, mate. This year we've we've reached out to 50. So that that's per one meet. So, that yeah, it's so – and only 20 qualify for the A. Wow. So it's pretty much, yeah, get in and get stuck into it and hope hope you make it. Yeah, yeah. And what about Australia-wide? So if that's 50-odd in Queensland, um, I'm guessing they run in the other states? Yeah, yeah, correct. So they run out of pretty well all the other states. Uh, we've got Northern Territory, Melbourne, Tasmania, uh, Melbourne, Perth, um, Sydney. Uh, they get some of the biggest numbers. Um, we're, we're, the whole class, we're probably looking – well, we're, we're – pretty much bigger than sprint cars. So there's probably about 850-odd cars in the country. Far out. Wow. And that's pretty much due to the, I'm guessing, the affordability of them. Correct, mate. Yeah. 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 So over here, I read they, they probably put them on the track for, say, about 15 grand. Is that probably what you're looking at for, for something over there? No, nah, look, over here, mate, you can probably put a car on the track for about seven, uh, wow. which is which, – Pretty half decent, um, and, and then they can range up from there, mate. Like, yeah, yeah the sky's the limit on them. You, you can, yeah, you can race within a budget, or you can race with a budget. That's what I like about its class. It's it's so controlled and so affordable for new drivers to come in and actually come in with with the affordability of not sitting on the bank. They actually want to cut laps. They can do it. That's affordable. Yep, yep. I guess it comes down to as with any form of motorsport, how competitive and how much you want to win and all that sort of stuff. And as we know, though, sometimes money doesn't always get you the checkered flags. No, and that's exactly right. That's why I love this class, mate. It doesn't matter if you're a millionaire or if you've got five bucks in your wallet, mate, you're all equal out on the track. So it just comes down to setup and drivability pretty much. Yep, yep. When it, when it comes to the, the parts, though, to keep it affordable, um, do you get a, a few, you know, like the hand-me-down sprint car components, talking like... Um, front beams and, and diffs and um, suspension, things like that, rims? Yeah, mate, yeah. So, yeah, we have a variety. So sprint car guys over here are pretty hard out. They'll run free meetings on some of their gear. And, um, yeah, we have the chance to buy it at a, at a reasonable price. So it, it, it keeps us on the track. And you can either go the new route as well. Not People do. Um, it just depends what's within your budget. Because I'm guessing that, the rest of the components, the likes of the axles, the diffs and that, they are the same as the sprint cars or are they not as hardcore? Yeah, but no, they are the same, mate. Um, so we can either run a 50-inch uh, beam or we can run a 53-inch beam. Um, the sprint cars obviously run a 50. Um, so it doesn't really matter which one you use. The 53 just gives you a bigger footprint on the front. So, yeah, you can either swap and change. That, that's probably... The only difference is the front axle. Yeah, yeah, and that probably come down to, to personal setup too, and even track setup, really, wouldn't it? Yeah, correct, mate. That's correct. Yep, yep, yep. Um, how many tracks have you raced on over there, mate? Oh, uh, tracks I've raced on. Oh, probably about six or so. 
Yeah. All, they, they, all banked, Trent? Uh, some are banked. Um, some are little ball rings. Um, just, just, yeah. Um, some have slight degrees in them. Toowoomba is probably our, our biggest track with the degree in it. it. It's like running on a NASCAR track. You you just hold the thing open and, and yeah, just ride the banks. It, it's one of the, I reckon it's one of the best tracks in the country uh, with Archer Field. So we're pretty lucky in Queensland to have those two tracks. And we've also got a new one opening up in uh, Gladstone, which is very similar to Toowoomba. So I'm looking forward to getting up there as well. Nice. When's that, when's that opening up, mate? I, I don't know, to be honest. I know that they, they've got the fences up, the track's been cut. Uh, they've started doing safety catchment fence. I believe, hopefully, end of the year, um, along with Parramatta. I know Parramatta's meant to be forecasted for September, but with what's going on over here with COVID and New South Wales and Melbourne and so on, I think it's going to be held back, but I believe the Queensland track's um, trumping ahead. So, yeah, I think that should be open by Christmas. Nice. Talking talking of the track, so they, like, obviously you've been, and, and we'll get to this a bit later, but you've been obviously racing New Zealand and stuff like that. You're from here. But are the tracks sort of similar sizing to ours, or do they vary um, quite a bit from track to track? Like you said, I heard you mention a bull ring, and then you've got a long-style NASCAR track. Yeah, they, they sort of vary. So, um, you know, from from granite, asphalt to to black sand to to clay to dirt, that they all vary. They all have their unique thing about them. Like Lismore, Lismore is just a little bull ring and a showgrounds where you just you just hold it on the pin. It, it's an awesome little track. Um, same as you know, same as Archerfield. Archerfield is one of my favourite tracks by far. Um, that's that's clay and yeah, just just different surfaces, different different straight lamps and stuff like that. But yeah, I guess they're very similar. So I'd probably rate Archer Field to Gisborne Track. Oh yeah. So it'd be very similar. Yeah. Yep. 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 And you mentioned before um, Parramatta getting a new track. Um, that's out the Eastern Creek. Is it the Sydney Motorsport Park complex? Is it's getting built out part of that? Yeah, that's correct, mate. Yeah. Did yep. you ever get a chance to run on the old uh, prestige Parramatta Val- was it Valvoline Raceway? Yeah, unfortunately I didn't. I was going to do the farewell tour. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get down there. Um, I guess the government had other ideas with the land, so they sort of <laughs> put us on the back burner. But, hey, it is what it is. They've got a new track, so when that opens, we'll give it a crack down there. That's the one. So at the moment, obviously, um, we're we're just going through the different the levels coming down, up, down like a yo-yo. <laughs> um, you guys in Queensland are pretty pretty lucky. You're pretty open, I think, at the moment. Um, so so when does the sort of the season kick off for for you there in Queensland? So we I've got another three weeks until the first race. Um, so yeah, we've got another three weeks there. So second of October. So we've got one more practice in between that. We've got to practice tonight, actually. Um, but yeah, I won't be making that one. But, yeah, we've got one more practice, and then we jump into that on the second. Cool. Because you, you had a practice a couple of weeks back. How did that go? How did the car hold up with that? Oh, look, the, the car come out strong, but, um, yeah, the motor had other ideas. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, see you got, I, I see you got it on the floor now there, Sean. 
Yeah, yeah, she's all rebuilt. We rebuilt her overnight, so we'll, we'll, we'll chuck her back in, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll give her another skid next weekend. Nice, nice. And when when your season kicks off under and gets underway, obviously because you're probably going to be locked into the the Queensland borders, um, Archerfield, like you mentioned a lot, I'm guessing that's your home track. Is there any other tracks that you're going to uh, venture off to, and I guess try and try and um, part of the the Queensland circuit or something like that? Yeah, mate. So I'm I'm just going to focus on Archerfield um, with the Archerfield Track uh, Championship. Um, I'm going to chuck a couple of Toowoombas in there as well. There's a couple of good nights in Toowoomba. Uh, we've got King of the Mountain up there. Uh, we've got a couple of good shows up there, to be honest. So I'll, I'll definitely be going, going to Toowoomba as well. Sweet. So from from where – okay, so most people, Australia, um, Queensland, you've got Gold Coast and Brizzy. Um, how far out from Brizzy is, say, the likes of Archerfield or Toowoomba? How far, how far are you travelling in Australia to go racing compared to, like, us – you know, for me, I'm in Levin, so half hour to Palmy. Chris is already in Palmy. It's an hour down to Wellington, um, you know, three, four hours to Rotorua. Everything's kind of down the road. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny you say that. I say it to a lot of people. A lot of people go, oh, you know, are you willing to travel this far? I'm like, well, back home, it's like, a, you know, you can throw a stone to the next bloody place. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But here, it seems to be forever, mate. So if we go to Bundaberg, that, that's a six-hour trip. If I go to Kingaroy, that's a three-hour trip. Um, Toowoomba is only an hour and a half or so. Um, Archerfield, for me, is 35 minutes. So it's, it's pretty handy from where I'm at. Yep. But, yeah, yeah, so, some of them are pretty long distance. <laughs> I, I often think that watching the um, World Series sprint cars at times and that, and you know, they're all interstate travelling, and it's, and I mean, I know the supercars do it, but the sprint cars, you know, they're going to Western Australia, then they're going to Sydney and the Queensland, and and um, sometimes within the week, it's it's crazy, you know. I mean, I suppose the only bonus is most of your guys driving would be big motorways and highways and stuff. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so most most of it is. Um, apart from when you get down to the old western uh, western part of going to Perth, you got to take the old Nullarbor, which is just a straight road, which I believe it goes straight for like over twelve. So <laughs> <laughs> I take that off to the boys that do that because with Speed Week, like that, they're racing consecutive night to night, and they're just loading the truck up, washing it on the run, and just keep going. I take yeah, me yeah. off to the <laughs> that's the one <laughs> so we we uh we should have mentioned that you are from new zealand but um unfortunately you've been in australia long enough to pick up a nice twang <laughs> thanks for noticing <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if my audio setup here can um can voice change people i'm not sure i, I might have figured it out for you <laughs> <laughs> So, so when you're over here, obviously you're from over over New Zealand. What from what part of New Zealand were you from? I'm from Palmy. Ah, oh, nice, nice. Yeah. No wonder Chris knows you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, me, me and Chris got up to mischief when we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> the difference is he's still getting up to mischief. <laughs> <laughs> so over here, like, what did you have any involvement in Speedway over here to? To get you off the ground? Yeah, so my my, my dad raced um, Speedway back home. He raced stock cars, street stocks. Um, always had a love for it. Just always at the track every weekend at Palmy. Um, 
you know, Dad was racing against the likes of Dave Evans and, and Gary Parks and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, yeah, always had an involvement in it. And, yeah, stock cars is where my heart lies. But, and yeah, unfortunately, we don't, we're not allowed to crash over here. So if, if we were allowed to feed, <laughs> I'd, I'd definitely be in the class. <laughs> so, so it's uh, it's open wheels galore. Obviously, there is the, the Queensland Club over there. Um, do you see much of them on – do you guys sort of race at the same places at times? Do you see much of them? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, we actually do. Um, we actually race – so we had a 50-lapper on the last night at Archerfield, and old Stu Jeffries and Philpot put on a bloody good show. Old yeah, old Philpot come out and just he, – he wanted to see can destroy, and, yeah, they just put on the show for the crowd. Nice. That seems to be what it's all about. I know we're going to talk to a couple of the Australian, um, or the so the Queensland stock car um, guys in, in some future shows, and obviously uh, the Australian team are looking at coming over here. All going well, I think that'll be a bit different. Did you put your name forward for that because it was open to all of Speedway? Yeah, I did put my name forward for that, mate. Yeah, yep, yep. And and uh, what what you didn't get the call back. Well, I, I don't, I don't know, mate. Like, uh, yeah, I've, I've done the interview. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just wait and wait and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, be a great opportunity. It seems to, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a mixed opinion of it. I think it'll be good to have some stock car guys if they see if they're wanting to grow the sport over there. But um, hey, it's, it's cool to get some Aussie contingent over here, I suppose, and get something off the ground. Yeah, well, that's it, mate. It just opens up doors for international, you know. Like even with with wingless and the six shooters, you know, like we had um, we had a young bloke. Uh, uh, he was one of the Flynn boys from down in Invercargill. He come over and raced one of uh, Mark Blyton's cars. Um, so he's the only Kiwi that sort of touched soil in the six shooters with us. Um, yeah, we had good fun, you know. And we need more of it. We need more international between Australia and New Zealand. I reckon to kick off. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you know, Christian yeah. Hermanson was, when he was New Zealand mini sprint champion, went over there, and I think they had lightning sprints over there. Um, you know, he went over and raced them and, and won some races over there when he was New Zealand champion. Um, you know, we've got such a great bond, I guess, with um, with the UK in the stock car ranks. Um, and, and Michael Pickens obviously does his thing in the midgets. I know there's a few more of them nowadays that, that compete overseas. But, um, yeah, it seems a shame that, for a three-hour flight, there isn't much more of an Australian-New Zealand connection. Yeah, I, I agree, mate. I agree. It's a growing sport. The, just the numbers that you see on the bank, like some nights just blows my mind. The, ba- the banks are like, they're standing shoulder to shoulder. And, you know, like we need more of it. Like if we can get internationals over and grow the sport, it, it, it'd be awesome for all drivers just to experience something different. Because yep. our class is a bit more... I, well, it's a bit like America. So, you know, and New Zealand's unique where they've got the stock cars and same as England, you know, the, every every class is unique to its, itself. But, you know, it, the sport is all the same. Yep, yep. I mean, even the, the late model saloons, uh, what are you, oh, super sedans, is it over there? Um, yeah, super sedans and then we've got late models. So like yeah. uh, Mick runs, uh, we've got a separate division there for um, late models and, yeah. Which is what the likes of Kristen, uh, Kristen Vermeulen came over and, and done things like that. Yeah, mate. Yep. 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 So, yeah, it would be good to get some more, more trans Tasman rivalry. I mean, even if it is just in the open wheel class, but hopefully eventually the, uh, the stock cars might take off a bit over there and, 
and uh, get into it. Have you had a? Have you had a? a um, have you put your hand up to have a drive of one over there just to, you know, get a bit of Kiwi yeah. taste? Yeah, mate. I've um, <laughs> I've actually been handing a mate. Um, he's he's actually offered me a drive this season. So, fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, we get in to have a go. I just I just hope I behave and don't don't bring me up to the ground rules. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice good stuff good stuff so from here i guess it's just a bit of bit of prep for your your season yeah mate yeah so it's just um we'll go back out next weekend give her a shake down and um yeah get her all ready for the season uh so we've got two week break there so we'll um we'll just have some rest and yeah kick into the season and hopefully come out strong Bang. It wasn't always um, six shooters. What other class have you raced over there, mate? Yeah, I've raced um, IMCA, uh, which is it's similar to an A or, a or a B mod in America. Uh, run a Holden 253 uh, on Mephanol. Um Now they have uh, Crate 350s in the class as well. Um, so, yeah, ran one of them. Um, look, I liked it. It was, it was, it was different. I'd... I don't know. I've always sort of been a fan of open wheeler in the stock cars, so that, that's sort of where me me heart lies. So I jump ship and yeah. Is it just from obviously your, your Kiwi um, Speedway love, and then obviously you went to Aussie, and then um, I guess was it just watching over there and thought this is this is a bit of me. I'm I want to get back on the dirt, and obviously like you said, you've done the the mod thing, and then um, um, the six shooters. Was it just an attraction that? Yep, I, I want to get back on dirt, and this is the the best way to do it. Yeah, pretty much, mate. Yeah, I've come over and, um, you know, first time I went to Archerfield, they they had all these different classes and I'm going, wow, I've never seen these cars before. <laughs> but, um, you know, sprint cars over here is pretty pretty big. Um, same as midgets. Um, any open floor class really is, is pretty big over here in Australia. So, yeah, it sort of sort of got me thinking, you know, and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's time, to, time to jump back in a car. Sweet, nice, good stuff. And and quickly before we wrap up, what what uh, what gear you're running in your car, chassis, um, you know, things like that. What specs is, is your six shooter or wingless sprint car? Yeah, um, so I'm running uh, VR 3.8 um, with uh, with a Weber Industries tune in it, um, which is pretty good. Uh, six and one, triple X eighty seven forty rate chassis, four eight six diff. Um, yeah, pretty well. And American races on the front and American races on the back. <laughs> nice, nice. Who would your biggest rival be, Sean, on the track? Oh, biggest rival, mate. I've, I've, I've got one out there. Um, <laughs> I, I have, yeah, I've got a couple out there, to be honest, mate. Um, oh, number one, you know. I, don't know, I can't name him. I can't name him, mate, in case he listens, because there's numbers on. <laughs> there's numbers on me dash, so I, don't, I want to keep that one a secret for when it comes out. <laughs> just, just quietly feed him a right rear or something, eh? Oh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a racing incident, of course, because we're not allowed contact. But yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's definitely always it seems hey, to be an Aussie thing. The the last. The last time we had you on, you was talking about the um, that hundred lap race. Yeah, are you going to go to that? Yeah, hope, hopefully the borders open for that one. So that's at Lismore. Um, yeah, there's a hundred lapper down there. 
it's pretty much fill your tail tank and just stomp it to the ground and hope you make the hundreds. You know? <laughs> it, it's um, it, it's it goes pretty quick, believe it or not. A hundred laps on a little bullring circuit where you're just wide open. If you've got if you've got a couple of stoppages, it's great. You can catch your breath back. But if you don't, it, she's bloody hard work. <laughs> you jump, you jump out with little T Rex arms out after the after it. <laughs> but then again, you don't want too many cautions that you run out of fuel either. Oh well, there. Yeah, that's true. That that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be something, something that Jamie Wincup would no be no good at racing him. <laughs> I reckon he'd do all right because he ain't got no crew in his ear, so he'd probably yeah. just got in anyway. <laughs> That's the one. Is there, is there any other? Is there any big races at, at Archerfield? Like, um, you know, any other? Like, you, you're chasing the track points. Um, is there any big races? A fifty lappers, hundred lappers there. Um, Queensland champs, things like that. What, what uh, what's on the cards as such? Aside from your, your regular race nights at Archerfield. Yeah, mate. So uh, end of the season, we have our 50 lapper um, there at Brisbane. Um, that last last season was a ripper. Um, yeah, Scott Thompson come from the back of the field to win it. Um, yeah, just it, it's an awesome race. It, 50 laps is just, I guess, you when you're on the main show after sprint cars and, and you're just out there cutting 50 laps. Yeah, she's she's a busy night. <laughs> sounds it. Sounds <laughs> it. Anything else there, Chris? Uh, how about a shout out to your sponsors, mate? Yeah, mate, I'd like to thank um, Wild Inc. Uh, by Activated Industries, uh, G Maintenance, um, also JK Auto Signs, uh, Weber Racing Industries, um, doing it in the dirt, of course. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty well them. Hey, hey, awesome, uh, awesome to have you back on, Sean. Um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this is this is it. When we, when we talk to you again, there's actually some racing underway. Um, but yeah, hey, cool to have some uh, some Australian, uh, some international flavour to the show, mate. Nah, I appreciate you having me on, boys. Uh, it's great. Yeah, let, let's hope we can get that that international thing going. And um, yeah, like, hey, whoever whoever wants to give it a crack over here, or just just message the clubs, and and I guess they'll make it happen. Sweet, sounds good. Awesome, Sean. We'll uh, we'll keep in touch, mate. Oh, good boys. No worries. Thanks Sweet. for having me on. Yes. Have a good one. Have a good one. Right, we'll take a quick break here on Doing It In The Dirt, and we'll be back after with our next guest, James McEwen. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. All right, Chris, our next guest on the show here um, on a bit of an Australian edition. We just had Sean there talking about the um, wingless sprint cars and the six shooters um, earlier on. So our next guest, we're going to talk about a stock car racing and we've uh, actually got James McEwen from over the uh, Queensland Stock Car Club. Um, James, how are you, mate? Not bad, yourself? Yeah, good, good yeah, to have yeah. you on, mate. Good. So, so in Queensland, obviously, um, that's about the size of New Zealand, and some probably, I don't know. Um, <laughs> what, 
what sort of part of Queensland do you in, mate? Uh, so down in Brisbane. Um, um, yep. Yeah, so about 20 minutes from the city of Brisbane. Yep, yep. That's right. Yeah. Sweet. And, and so just so we make sure we get it all, all right at the start, um, are you a Kiwi that moved over to Aussie or are you Aussie born and bred? Uh, no, nah, I was originally born in... Uh, originally born in um, Lincoln Hospital. So uh, I'm, I'm a Cantab. Uh, oh. I moved to Christchurch uh, when I was 13 years old. So I've been in Australia longer than I was in New Zealand now. So you could basically call me an Aussie. So how did you fall into Speedway over there? Because um, stock cars haven't been around too, too long over in Queensland and Australia and that. Um, obviously, it, it was 2001, so... You, 30s now or something like that. Um, how'd you fall into to racing and getting involved in Speedway over there? So they they have had a form of stock car racing for many, many years. Um, it was a dying class. Um, so we, me and the old man went to Archfield Speedway one night, not expecting much, just go for a look. And back then they had um, the stock rods and uh, the the uh, the other one was the V8 stock car, Queensland V8 stock car club. They were more of a, a proper stock car, um, but the cars were still from like 1970s, 1960s. They were ancient old. Um, and I think the first time we seen them, there was only about five or six of them on the track and we just kind of had a giggle and carried on, you know. So it's, yeah. It filled the void of not having stock cars. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the stock rods were just starting around then, um, started by Alan Woods and Dean Hawkins. Um, and I think the first thing we did go to was actually the Australian title and they had something like three poms over um, yeah. and Neil McCord was over as well. So, but they were... They were very, very, very light um, form of stock car racing. Um, just six cylinders on leaf springs. Um, looked like a, a UK car. Um, yeah. But there was a, a heap more of them on the track, so it, it, it was better than nothing, you know. Um, and then, yeah, I just, that's, you know, if that's what they had, that's what I was going to that's what we did <laughs> yeah 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 so basically when did you sort of get into racing or into a car yourself like what what was the decision or when did the decision come to go well let's bite the bullet and and give it a crack and and get into it yeah so we watched them for oh, it would have been a couple of years and um we went for a wander down the pits after the meeting one night and i had a um palmy teams champs shirt on and by now, the, the the two clubs had actually merged and were racing together. Um, so we're walking through the pits, and a, um, a guy by the name of Ray Cannons used to race out of Auckland, seen my shirt, and started talking to us and invited us down to his place. And I started working on his cars and going to meetings with him and whatnot. And um, he managed to uh, source uh, an old one of the older cars, it was actually an ex-New Zealand car, Space Frame, um, and he managed, to, it had been hacked up, but he managed to get that for me, and it was it was mine. It was pick it up. There was, yeah, so we went and picked that up, and it sat in his garage, and 
the next year, um, I worked on it. I actually left high school to go get a job to pay for it. Um, and it just started from there. Like, it, yeah, it was Ray Cannons that gave me my first um, first car. And, yeah. So, yeah, so you say, like, you, you say there was, like, a, a, the New Zealand space frame. Is that from the stock car side of thing, not the stock rod side of thing? Obviously, not. it's not a car that was literally brought over from New Zealand in, in time. It was built over there, but to our spec. Uh, no, it was originally from New Zealand. Um, oh, wow. The guy that brought it over, I forget his name, uh, Dave Williams, I believe. I believe he raced out of Rotorua. Yeah. Um, the story I got was he drove it onto the boat and then drove it off the other side and went racing with it. Far out. And, oh. Yeah. And then it, it went through some other people um, and just got hacked up. When we got it, it was just... Um, a chassis with a roll cage and yep. it was still on wheels, but there was nothing else left of it. Um, and we, yeah, just by now the, the, the V8 cars had to be the same weight as the stock rods um, and the bumper heights had to be uh, with their bumper heights because they, or we run an 18 inch center to the, to the bumper. Yep. Um, because of the weight of it, we actually cut the front off Um and replaced it with lighter tubing um, to try and make weight. And, but yeah, so we were a year, year and a half doing that and start of the first season. So I've never been on the track before, never raced a car before. Don't even have my license yet to drive on the streets. <laughs> and um, I get out on track um, and I was about my third lap in of, of, <laughs> Or I used to race RC cars and going to a corner, it was go wide, cut in, come out wide on a corner. So I did that on the speedway track as another car came down the inside of me, cleaned me up. And so my first experience of the wall was head on full noise at the end of the straight at Archfield Speedway and uh, rid it off. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and RIP to the Kiwi chassis. Yeah. Well, because yeah. we'd replaced the front with the lighter tube, it just bent. It was... yeah. It was junk. Yeah. So that. So how how long have you been doing it now? When you, you obviously after that you would have had to build a new car or buy a car, yeah. something like that. I ended up. I decided I was going to build my own car. Um, and I took ooh, probably three or four years to build that. I, I ended up having kids before I got back on track. I ended up driving a few cars. Um, yep just one-off meetings and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, so I decided I was going to build my own, had kids, so it was a bit of a slow process. But, yeah, got that out. And it had to be the most ugliest stock car you've ever seen. But I built it, and it was it was strong. It, it took a hit. It gave a hit. I was roll-bowled and arsehole in it, and it just kept on going. So I, I was first car ever built, so I was proud of it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's and exactly like you just said. The first car you built, Chris. Yeah, um, what sort of specs did you have in it, mate? Um, so I ran a dirty old 253 of all things. Um, three-speed box. Um, it had it had a Mazda, Mazda rear end, I think. Yep. If I remember right. I think. I can't remember, to be honest. Um, and, yeah, just standard Falcon front hubs. Um, nothing special. It, it was... 
yeah, nothing special at all. But I built it, so it was. Yeah, of course. <laughs> look, back, look back on it now and, Jesus, it was ugly. <laughs> so <laughs> And from- people don't let me forget it, so... <laughs> It's an Aussie thing, mate. It's it's it is what it is. One day they'll build proper stock cars. <laughs> um, nah, so so from then to to now, um, how much have the specs changed and and evolved in what is now the the Queensland Stock Car Club and and just the one club running? Like it it must be so much simpler across the board for everyone just having one class over there to try and develop and and promote. Yeah, way easier having the one class. Um, so basically where we're at now is it's really, for what it is, it's free game. Um, so we have a weight limit of 1,400 kgs. Yep. Um, we have a length, a width, a height limit. We're allowed up to six litres. So we're, we're opting for LS1s, LS2s. Um, because they're just bolt-in horsepower, they're nice and light. Yep. Um, my current car's got a nine-inch diff. Um, more and more quick-change diffs are showing up. Front end's free. Go go for gold, do whatever. We've had guys run um, sprint car front ends, complete front ends that have just um, bent plate up in a, like a hexagon shape and welded it to the axle for a bit of strength, but everything else was just straight off the sprint car. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's really, really open for what you want to do. Like my uh, car before this one, um, I had a supercharged AU Falcon motor in it. Supercharger did bugger all, but put a supercharger on it. So, yeah, but a fuel injection, turbos, superchargers, whatever. As, as long as it's under six litres or six yep. litres and under, good, good, go for gold, do whatever. So, so um, is, is that, just go on that, is that purely for cost so like if you keep it open like that and just keep it at six liters is that just make it more affordable for everyone to sort of find whatever they can find yeah well you used to have to go to the wreckers here and for fifteen hundred dollars you got a complete ls1 go pull it out of the car yourself take whatever accessories you need the loom the ecu the works and then like they've got a shiv bolt pattern so there's always um shiv bell housings with you know, to HQ gearboxes floating around. Um, a lot of us do get our gear, uh, bell housings in from New Zealand now. Yep. Um, it's it's a lot of rotating mess to fly apart. We've had a few of the standard bell housings let go, and it's not pretty. So, but my um my current car's got a Burt box behind it, so I don't even have a. I got a I got a flex plate, no clutch, no nothing. So, it's just. Do whatever. It's it's free. It it just makes it so much easier and cheaper. So you can go to a, like a, a sprint car team that's having a sellout and just buy all your radius rods, your and your arms. And I mean, if you want to run a quick change diff, you put it straight in and run the the the, the sprint car birdcage if you want. Just make up whatever you need to suit. It's just all on the shelf for you because we don't have. Um, the parts like what you guys do for your stock cars, unless we buy it in and then it starts getting costly. Yep. So we just got to adapt to what we have um, to make stuff work. So I'm guessing with using um, sprint car parts and things like that of, of the like, um, the chassis, uh, we, we know they look different to ours, but the, the chassis strength is obviously different. The, 
the, the form of contact, I know you guys hit like like Nasser's watching Philpot over there. Um, but like, <laughs> just in general, does that mean the racing isn't as full on? Like, it, that's not sort of the the game. The game is obviously stock car racing, hit cars, but not as full on because obviously the parts aren't as strong. Yeah. So. Basically, we don't wind each other off into the concrete. We don't follow each other into the concrete. But if you're... So basically, the rule is um, bumper to bumper on the straights and you can rub side rails in the corners. We have allowed um, like a tap and spin sort of rule now. That came in beginning of last year. So if you want to spin someone out of the way, go for gold. But very much like the UK, if the person in front of you has their wheels turned, Technically, they're in the corner. You just pump them up the ass as hard as you can and send them high and go underneath them. Yep. Um, doesn't always work. It um, does sometimes not work out, and you end up going over top of them and rolling them. But, yeah, that, 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 that basically is it. We try not to wind people off. One, it's just an insurance thing. Um, Speedway yep. Australia don't allow it. You know, we've got to go to work Monday. There's, there's no point hurting each other. And on top of that... I think last season, the the most cars we had at a meeting was actually 13 cars. We do struggle for cars. There's just no point winding them off and damaging them because you won't see that car for a few meetings. But it comes back to numbers. We just got to keep promoting uh, the, the Queensland Stock Car Club and getting people into cars and um, getting cars built and just growing numbers. It's just a, it's a, it's a long game. The, the way of promoting, I think, is it so the likes of um, Steve Bateman. He's got a few cars over there or something and and sort of gets a few different guys to drive them and, and then I guess you just try and pump them into buying their own or building their own. Yeah, well, Steve Bateman's our club president. Um, he owns four cars, I think, last count, about four. So, yeah, there's his car that he drives every meeting, which is the car Philpot drove. Um, yep. His son drives... Uh, the 09 car, um, which he's a bricklayer, so sometimes he's still at work on a sad day. And so they, they put someone in the car, so the car's always there. Um, and there's another car that his brother actually owns. Um, so there's always people jumping in and out of that car too. So if people are interested and want to give it a go, Steve Bateman's demand to, um, to hit up. How are the numbers looking over there now, mate? No, honestly, I, I don't like to say. Every year on paper, we have good numbers. And then you get to the first meeting and you've got 10 to 12 cars. So I just no longer look for car numbers. As long as my car is ready to go, then I'll, I'll, I'll you know, ask a question. If anyone needs a hand, I'm free. Um, try and get more cars on the track. Um, Steve's the same. Like, you could rock up to his place with a half-built car on a Saturday morning and it'll be at the track that night. He'll yep. just do what he has to do to get cars on track. It's just, yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really want to put a number on what we're looking at. I, I know there is cars being built when they're ready. I don't know. Um, it's just, yeah, we just I don't like to play off numbers. It's just when they turn up, they turn up. What do you what do you reckon you struggle for numbers um, so much over there, like, we we're talking to Sean Knight earlier. He drives a wingless over there, and the numbers are out, out of control. We used to have good numbers, but back then the cars were dirt cheap. Like three grand, you had a competitive car. And then we 
we opted to allow V8s, open suspension, we allowed space frames um, and stuff like that. And so now, you know, we're driving $20,000 cars. Mm. Not everyone has that sort of money. Um, we still seem to attract uh, people that want to buy a $3,000 car and go racing. And we that's just not us anymore. We, you know, we're running, as I said, quick change diffs. Um, Burt box gearboxes or um, Raptor boxes. We're spending money on engines. So we got to find the, the right people with the money to do it. And money's tight. Like it's tight everywhere in the world. And yep. people don't want to commit to like a $20,000 car. It's just one of those things. Um, maybe we evolved quicker than what we should have, but we're here now. So we just have to keep rolling with it. So in terms of tracks you guys race on, um, we talk, we we're talking with Sean. You know, he races a lot of Archerville. He's going to chase that cup this year. Where, where do you guys race with the Queensland stock cars? What sort of tracks are you running on up there? Um, so about an hour and 15 minutes out of Brisbane, um, hitting west, I think it is. Um, it's a little town called Gatton. Yep. Um, we run out there. That's basically, you could call it our home track. We don't actually have a home track as such, though. Um, but we basically do every one of their meetings. Um, like it's a good little track, um, little country town. Um, just unfortunately, every time we hit the fence, we pull the, the catch fence down. Oh, um, no. <laughs> every time. Um, it's because um, it's a showgrounds, they, the wall is just concrete barriers and there's nothing behind it. So yeah. we've, we've moved them, we climb them, we make a mess of it. Um, but we, we keep going back, you know, we've, we've had to stop the meeting um, while we all get out there and put the fence back up and weld the, the posts back up and whatnot. But, you know, <laughs> you all got to chip in and get it fixed. Um, I was going to so say, they keep, they keep asking you to come back, so it's obviously all right. <laughs> yeah, well, the crowd love it, so yep. keep them happy, you know. Yep. Um, but, yeah, we do run Archfield as well. Um like it's only it's literally five minutes from my place, and I would rather go an hour out of the way to go there. Yeah. Um, it's it's just uh, for a simple track, it can be a very hard track. Um, <laughs> we every time we run there, we're ninety nine percent of the time we are the first race up, and it's oh. like racing porridge. Yeah. And um, yeah. like I don't mind a track like that, but when you're spending twenty grand on a car, it's um, the kind of it's a bit disheartening. disheartening. You, got, um, you guys are like the mini stocks <laughs> sent out of the first race every we're, week. We're the hot dog class. <laughs> um, but once again, it comes back to numbers. If we rocked up there with 20 plus cars, yeah. Yeah. we'd be in the main show. We wouldn't have to put up for track like that. Yep. Um, yep. So, yeah, we run there quite a lot. Um, this year, we're going up to Bundaberg for the first time. Really looking forward to that because I just Sweet. want to go to the rum distillery. <laughs> um, with, with a bit of racing on the side um, and then we run a lot of northern New South Wales too so Lismore and Grafton um, oh, yeah. Lismore is um, oh, just shy of two hours I suppose and Grafton now that it's got a nice bypass and motorway all the way down it's only like a three hour trip it used to be nearly five yep. um, so, yeah, they're, they're cool tracks. Once again, they're showgrounds, though. They're not dedicated speedways, so you've got to put up with cow manure in the pits and whatnot. <laughs> um, but it's 
it's good. I, I, I quite like Grafton. It's uh, um, it's a good track. It's really hard to explain. Like if you get turn one wrong, you get the rest of the track uh, right. Um, if you get turn one the opposite way around, you the rest of the track's fucked <laughs> or wrong. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> it's, it's 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 a it's a unique track. It's in Lismore. We ran there this year. We um, we uh, were meant to run Archfield, and they had wingless had too many cars, so we we got pushed out. Um, so Steve Bateman made some phone calls and got us into Lismore. And the deal was, if we went down there, we had to bang and clang and make noise and do damage. And it's a wicked track too. And yeah, we, the boys got into it. And um, so. The base of the drivers, they look like a lot of Kiwis over there that, that are racing them. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say 99% of them are ex-Kiwis. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to see who would be Australian. We do have the old Aussie come through. Oh, yeah, Benny, Ben Hall, he's, a, he's an Aussie, yep. apparently, according to some. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, the Australians are far and few between. We do get them. Yep. Um <laughs> Had a few poms come through too. Yeah. Yeah, we get people from everywhere and anywhere to come and drive them. Just looking through the um, Queens and Stock Hack Club Facebook, obviously um, the Team Australia coming to New Zealand with a, a vast mixture of drivers from different categories, different classes over Australia. What what What's your sort of thoughts on that? What's the Queensland Stock Hack Club's thoughts on all that, you know? There's a lot of people with, I suppose, mixed emotions regarding the Team Australia. Good luck to them, I'd say. If they go for gold, like it, it can only be a good thing. It's a good thing for Speedway in Australia in general. If you know our our, our club like took hold and and ran with it, you know these people that are going over the race, um, I've chatted to a few of them and they're, and they're keen to come up and drive some of our cars. And if the club kind of got behind that, we could probably get stock cars going Australia wide. Yep. Um, well, that's how I feel. If, if if they if they played their cars right, we could get all around Australia uh, stock cars all around Australia. I, I reckon it's a good thing. Did you put your hand up for the team? I did. I even had the interview, but um, I know I mustn't have enough skill to be in the team. <laughs> <laughs> Gary been winding too many people up, mate. <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So, when does um when does everything kick off in Australia? What what's um how does it all work over there? Obviously, we're <clears throat> um about a month away from our season over here. How does it all kick off for you guys? What what sort of season you're running? Um, so we start in a month on Saturday. So we've got our our scrutineering day coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, where everyone will take the cars and get screwed in it, obviously. Yep. Um, and then two weeks after that, we start racing. I'm still waiting on an engine. I, <laughs> I just don't think I'm going to make first meeting, which is actually a bit annoyed about that one. Not much I can do about it. Um, engine builder reckons there's just a shortage on LS parts because of COVID, and it's hard getting parts in. But, um, yeah, the, we're starting in a month, and um, out at Gatton, um, as I said, disappointed that I probably won't make it because I, I, I told Steve Bateman I'm 110% committed to every meeting this season and oh. I'm going to turn around and not make first meeting. I, we're not giving up. We will do everything we can to be there. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. 
But then basically after that, every two to three weeks, we're racing somewhere. So we've got, I think we've got about 14 or 15 meetings this season. Um, quite a few of them in New South Wales, COVID pending, obviously. Yeah, um, yep, yep. But yeah, hopefully there's a, a few extras thrown in. Normally mid-season, the, the tracks start asking for classes again that want to come run. So we might be lucky and get a few extra runs elsewhere. 15-odd um, meetings, I think it is. Just quickly before we wrap it up, mate, how about a shout-out to your sponsors? Yeah, uh, so definitely the big one has to go to Mark Smith of Anything Earthworks. Um, he actually owns the engine in my car, and if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be going anywhere. He had plenty of ponies last season, but he went, nah, let's rebuild it, let's put some more in it. Yeah, I nearly killed myself with just over 300 horsepower last season, so I hate to do what I do this season. <laughs> um, obviously, Gaz at Bernard Cars. Sets the car up for me and um, tells me I'm driving it wrong and smacks me over the head. <laughs> um, my boss, uh, Mini Bodies Engineering, for letting me take the car in and fixing it when it needs fixing sometimes and doing all the paint touch-ups and whatnot. And then, yeah, just the people that helped me at the track. So my son, Tyson, my wife, Jody, our daughter, uh, Madison, my old man, Andrew, and anyone else that shows up to help on the night. So... How did Harley Rob sit up, Guff, on, on the car, mate? Oh, I can't talk about that one, can we? <laughs> uh, I think it, it, it worked, but it didn't work. Not quite suited the, to your style cars. Not so much that. I think it's the different in track surfaces that made it not work as good as what we thought it would. Yep. Um, like, it was close. It was really close. Um, just going into a corner, it, we struggled. Um, if we were racing on Tar Seal, it would have gone in beautiful, but it just didn't want to step out on our on our track. It just, yeah, didn't matter what we tried, it wouldn't work. We're going to convert back to uh, old school Gaz. See how that goes. That's the one. That's <laughs> the one. Hey James, it's been awesome chatting with you. Um, I reckon we keep in touch during the season, and we do a few more of these as the season progresses. And um, Know, pump a bit of Queensland slot car racing and, and maybe even get some of the other guys on here and, and have a chat. Um, been talking to some of the POMs, obviously, building up um, with the world final last weekend and um, we're catching in with the season now that we can use Zoom. It's pretty cool. So um, I reckon we, uh, we do a few more of these, mate. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, look, anything to help get the word out that we have stock cars in Australia. Yep. Um, th- this is basically the main thing. Um, coming on tonight um, is we have stock cars in Australia. We are growing. We have we have cars. <laughs> um, <laughs> on top of that, like I've um, got a little thing going, McEwen built. Um, I've got a lot of parts being prototyped. Um, and then hopefully if they all work out, building cars will be a lot easier and quicker. Um, basically, they'll be a kit form car. Sweet. Take it home and weld it together. Um, that's what we're aiming for. Um, just, I just got to do what I need to do to help, you know, get get the class up and running big. Um, Steve's the same. Like, um, he just bends over backwards to help people. A eh? like, you just can't fault him. Um, yep. And nine times out of ten, it comes out of his own pocket. Mm. Um, yeah. Just get cars on track, you know. Um, so yeah, we just we'll just keep moving on and just keep promoting, and um, yeah, 
James so McEwen, and eh? the new the, the Peter Rees of Australia seem to be with Kit Set Chassis. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> hey mate, you uh, you take care and um, all the best in a few weeks and, and I reckon after a few meetings we'll have a catch up, eh? Sounds good. Awesome. Sweet mate, you have a good one. You too, okay. thanks for having us. Cheers. Right, Chris, that's this week's show. We'll catch you next week as we count down to some Kiwi Speedway action about to hit the track in the coming months. Till then, have a good one. <laughs>